What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome. Welcome to You you Can Sip With Us. us. (laughs) Good job. It's like, Um, no, your things are not at one and a half speed. We're just... You can sip with us. I'm Ashley. I'm Colleen. Ash. What's she sipping on? Oh. I'm so excited about what I'm sipping on. Yeah, it looks very fallish. It is. So I found, I I put into the old Google, bourbon Mm -hmm. and cinnamon drink. Mm. Because I thought, surely there's something. There's and something. Certain enough there Lo was. Lo and behold. So I had to put a little twist on it, though. So the recipe that I found, and I'll send this to Lacey, and maybe Lacey could throw this up on our Instagram. Instagram. I also put it up on our stories, at You Can Sip With Us. Follow us over on Insta. But the recipe called for bourbon, maple syrup, lemon, and cinnamon. Shake it all together. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. I didn't have lemons, but okay. I had lemonade. So I did a <gasps> splash of lemonade, bourbon, cinnamon. And maple syrup? Maple syrup. And then I also added an egg white. Whoa, for frothy effect. And I shook it all together. So you made this up. Yeah, I put my spin on it. It's <gasps> for, sh- is for calls damn fall. sure. Calls, calls fall, fall, fall. and falling for Better call. Better call for fall. Better call for fall. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. And what bourbon? Are you drinking the bourbon that was sent to you? Megan. Megan sent us Hood a lot of bourbon from Hood River Distillery. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Megan. And I will shout out my favorite bourbon. Chris and I tried all three last night. Mm-hmm. They are all three delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shout out that my most favorite on my on um, in my faves as Sip favorite faves. thing I sipped. So I'll give okay. you guys the bourbon here in a few minutes. What are you mm-hmm. sipping on? I am sipping on pink lemonade and champagne. It's kind of like a mimosa, Ooh. but with pink lemonade, and it's actually super fresh to death. Ooh, does it mm-hmm. feel like summer still where you are, or does mm-hmm. it, is it feeling like fall? Yeah. Well, it's I guess I don't know. Uh, fall here is not the same as fall in Oregon. So it's been kind of cloudy here and much cooler. But when I say much cooler, it's still 95 degrees, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's not 110 or 115. So I feel like I've been able to get outside and walked with Roca almost every day this week. And yesterday I went for a walk at like one o'clock in the afternoon, which is just haven't done that in mm, probably since, you know, June. No, before, probably since April, because it's just been so freaking hot. So it feels like it's getting a little fallish, but still here, it's like summer, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. So you have a very drink, fall drink, I have a very summery drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The situation, if you guys are in Oregon, Washington, California, I'm thinking of you guys. Hopefully, by the time this airs on Tuesday, we'll have gotten some rain and things will have gotten a little bit better. Is that in but the if forecast? not, there's like a chance and everybody's really praying for it. So yeah. hopefully... Today, you're listening to this on the West Coast or in Oregon and getting some rain. But I'm thinking of you guys. Mm -hmm. We are um, just not out of the woods yet. But luckily, the winds have died down and the fires are not growing as much. So that's good. But the air is like extremely dangerous. And so just thinking of everybody and uh, just wanted to start out with that. That I love you guys. I just love you guys. You know? Okay. It is very devastating what is happening right now. We're going to get through it. We are strong people. Sucks. We're going to get there. Okay. Some hangover topics, you guys. We got a voicemail. Do you remember on the podcast when we were talking about 
what our husbands and stuff's names are in our phone. Yeah. I can't remember if that was here on Patreon. I but, never remember those things. Yeah. It's but at some point we were talking about like, hey, what are you in my phone? What am I on your yeah. phone? We got a voicemail from Jenny in Canada, who's a paramedic. And she said, you guys, helpful tip. If you if something happens to you, we look for ice like and then mm-hmm. the name in case mm-hmm. of emergency. I never knew that. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a thing. Like you're supposed to have your ice contacts in there. Yeah. But I also feel like if it says hubs or babe or mom or dad, that those are also your ice people, you know, versus like if it says Christopher Lude, they wouldn't know that's your husband maybe. Yeah. But if it says hubs or babe or mom, you know, then they're like, oh, okay. Relation. I don't know. And they also probably go to your recent call log, right? To see like, oh, okay. Or messages, I would assume. But yeah, my dad actually has it stored in his phone, ICE, ICE, and then has like the names of whoever his ICE people are, probably me and Carol or something. Huh. But I don't have them stored. I have heard that, but I haven't, I feel like I need to maybe edit my thing. But I yeah. don't want it popping up. Like I need it to be maybe in the business or something that there's yeah. like, because I don't want it popping up like that all the time. ICE. I don't know. But I Jenny, wouldn't... thank you for thinking of us. And I thought I'd share that because I didn't yeah, know that. that's a good tip. That is a very good tip. Okay, we've got another voicemail. I'm going to play this one out because I thought it was so cool. But this is the last, this is the last time maybe that we're going to talk about our tequila challenge. We did more tequila shots over on Patreon with some variations. And a Ooh. lot of you a lot have of you done at home tequila us. tests. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play the results of some uh, members of our SIP squad who took on this challenge. Hey, Ashley and Colleen, Lisa and Emily here. We actually just tagged you in a whole bunch of stories because we went on the tequila tasting journey with you. We did the salt shot lime and tried your cinnamon orange challenge. And last minute heard about your pickleback and hot sauce challenge. So we added those in last minute. Also, we had, and we told it, we storied about it, but we forgot in the story to tag you in the one where we talked about, we did the pickleback and hot sauce combo. It was awesome. Highly recommend. Legit. Did the hot sauce and then followed with the pickleback. Pretty, it was a contender, like tied with the cinnamon orange for the the number (gasps) one spot. So thanks for the ideas. We love you. Love you. Okay. So what'd we do? We'd lick hot sauce, take a shot and then chase with pickleback. And then a pickleback. I like that. No limes involved. Limes at this point can fuck off. Seriously. Seriously. But we've learned. I love that idea. That limes are sneaky little bitches that should have never no. been there to begin no. with. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, they should have never been involved with tequila. And they got a one way ticket out of Shotville. Out of here. Out of Shotville. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> anyway, so we got to, apparently, we got to try that one. Yeah. And see if it, because to say that it ties the number one spot oh. with cinnamon and orange, that's a pretty major statement. I'm not going to lie to you several times since we've done that, like over the last couple of weeks, I've been like, I kind of want to drink, but nothing really sounds good, man. I could really go for a tequila shot with cinnamon orange right now. We don't have oranges. So I didn't do it, but there were, there's probably been three different occasions where I thought, man, I could really use a tequila shot with that cinnamon orange right now. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's so So good. good. Yeah. Never saw myself saying that, you know, like who would have thought I could go for a tequila shot right now. Yeah. You know, take me to the hospital. Right. What the hell's wrong with you? But 2020 full of full of unexpected twists and turns. And that's so the biggest many. of them all. Yeah. <laughs> that one. That one. I saw uh, some of this other stuff. I could have seen it coming. That never, never, never. would have seen it coming. 
Never in a million years. Right out of left field. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm glad that they did that twist on it, though, because that also sounds like it would be right up our alley. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I can't wait to try it. Is there another? Hey, Chad. Hey, Chad. Chad, enter Chad. Put on a ghost sound, Chad. (laughs) Halloween's right around the corner and spooky season is here. Guys, last year we put you up to the task to send us your scariest stories and we shared them on the pod. And we're talking, this year I want to expand it out. Scary can be ghosts. It can be like spooky things, you know, but it could all, but I I don't want like necessarily accidents, but it could also be like scary, like, like running into your ex in a weird place. Scary, like uh scary, like, you know. Like you're about know. to shit your brains out and there's no toilet in sight. Yes. What do you do? Yeah. Yes. Like I was terrified. Yeah. Let's open up spooky okay. this yeah. year. Yeah. Spooky scary. Yeah. Things that are gonna put us on edge. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, oh gosh, I'm glad oh, it wasn't me. Yeah. That was yeah. scary. I, that was scary. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail. If you go to our Instagram and hit the call button, it takes you right to a voicemail. Yeah. Um, please make sure these are short. I mean, last year, some of your, your spooky stories were narratives. And I think last year I did say, write me a book or something. But this year, this if you year, could just no. keep them um, like di- easy to digest, because I'd like to be able to share quite a few of these. Right. And if you're writing paragraphs, it makes it very difficult. Right. So really, Not like, make sure your words pack a punch and let's keep it mm-hmm. short. But let's 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 officially right here right now kick off spooky season October. i can't wait for these yeah and i think we are going to we got to do some research some of you guys have sent us some good options but we're going to do another murder mystery in october yeah. because it's just we loved that and you we were not alone you guys loved it too oh my god i can't wait i can't wait that drink looks so good that you're drinking it is so good <laughs> It is so Yeah, I'm good. really proud of you. You really created I also have one. a um I brought a bottle Backup. of wine. Oh good, yeah. As yeah. a backer. Yeah. You know, no. so I don't have to Chris Mates. He charges a lot. He actually, when we were interviewing with I Mom So Hard, nice <laughs> actually has a whole bottle of champs with her. You know. When we were interviewing with I Mom So Hard, not in, they weren't interviewing us, chatting with them. Yeah. I did a Chris Mates and he actually had the nerve to send me a Venmo charge. Yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. And yeah. and how much did he charge you? Too much. Like a hundred yeah. bucks or something. What? It. Yeah, it's collecting oh my interest. Gosh. Outstanding debt. That'll be getting cobwebs on it for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time for our yep. review of the week. Call and Ash just make life better. This is from follower KM Money. Thinking about subscribing to You Can Sip With Us? Think no longer. Do it. Colin Ash will take you on a wild ride from the best drinks to the best items for yourself or household, all the way to the more serious events going on in the world. I'm going to take a second to get a little real. I've been Mm. feeling depressed a lot lately. I look forward to listening to these girls every Tuesday and Friday. They literally make my week. They make me smile, laugh till I pee myself. I did have a baby a year ago, so I blame him too. (laughs) They are the sunshine in my week. Love you girls. Soul Sipper from Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. That is so nice. But I also think it brings up a good point about mental health that I think if you're feeling anxious or depressed right now, that's very normal as much as it sucks. And just like, 
you know, your brain can tell you all kinds of crazy things. And, um, I think it's, I'm so glad you wrote that in a review because that means probably you're also talking about it to people around you. And there was, you know, Dak Prescott, did you hear about that this week? I didn't. So he talked about how in the beginning of, um, lockdown of quarantine, he was battling some depressive thoughts, had trouble falling asleep, had trouble getting out of bed, like whatever. And then he was shamed for it by some newscaster, some broadcaster, um, who's a total obvious douchebag. But I think it was really brave of him to talk about his mental health and that he was struggling because I don't think, I don't think he's alone even in, in that industry, right? There's probably a ton of football players that feel the pressure that really struggle and just don't talk about it. There's actually a lot of athletes that take their life because it's so much pressure and they have no release. And so I'm really glad that she said something, but I also think if you're struggling, you're, you know, you're not a bad person and it's normal. I think right now it's a lot to be dealing with in the world. So just take care of yourself and don't take it all on. And this is not an ad for, they didn't buy an ad this week, but try better help. If you feel like you don't have yeah. anyone to talk to better help you get, it's that counseling therapy session from home. So, you know, try that. But I think it's just so important that we stop stigmatizing this mental health thing. It's just totally cool. agree. Also, side note, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska is a very cool place. I lived there for a summer. People are so nice. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, and they laugh when I say this, but it's true. Nebraska has the best sunsets because it's very flat. So when the sun goes down and comes up, it's like the sky is just so beautiful. Yep. And they care. And and the Huskers, man, they care about the Huskers. Like it's like life and death. The Huskers like people have Husker weddings. There's so like I became a Husker fan just like through osmosis living there. So go Huskers. You guys rock. So I don't know if we have time for this, but speaking of scary stories and Nebraska combining, Mm. Mm. should do you want to tell that story? Let's see. I think I've told it here on the pod. I do but there's think you your told cliffhanger for spooky season. Yeah. And we'll tell him again because you've also got uh, quite a ripper, so to speak. Yeah. A little for, place I, wasn't, oh, I guess I was scared after it happened because, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like the lead up. Yours was probably the lead up and mine yeah. was the post. The letdown. Yeah. Mine was the letdown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've got some stories, some scary, scary shit to share. Okay. All right. But, but you but, know what's... Oh, go ahead. Before we get into scary shit. Let's talk about things that are going to light us up and make us feel great. Yes. Make us and our feet feel great. And I'm talking Mm, about mm, features. mm. Yeah, baby. It is a clothing company. Well, it's not a clothing company. It's a sock company, but like you don't there. It doesn't matter how comfortable the rest of your outfit is. If your socks are not on point, that's all you can think about. And as I mentioned, I've been getting out and walking lately because temperatures have been cooling down and I have been wrapping my feet in features and they truly are. I mean, it feels weird to go on and on and on about a sock, but they really are like worth it. They are super comfortable there. I have a whole range. I have like the high cushion to very low cushion. All of them like feel super good on my feet. No blisters. Don't even notice that they're there. I actually, when I come home, I take my shoes off. I just leave my socks on because I just like them so much, you know? Oh, yeah. Ultra light to max cushioning. They have unsurpassed performance. So they're actually a running sock, but you can do all kinds of things in them besides run if you're not a runner. Oh, totally. Totally. I actually just had my features on 
right before this podcast because I was doing a little workout, a little running, a little strength. And I got excited when I was putting on my workout stuff and I saw my little features like were nice oh, and yeah. clean. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, let so excited to put them on my feet. They have a lifetime guarantee. You guys, CY Features has quickly become the number one running sock in America. For our listeners of You Can Sip With Us, you can receive 10 bucks off your first pair of features by going to features.com. Use our code SIP. That's $10 off your first pair when you go to F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com and enter promo code SIP at checkout. Again, that's features.com. Use our code SIP. Get 10 bucks off of your first pair of features. All right. I'm so excited for faves this week. I know. It's been a minute, I feel like. It's been a minute. It as we were like. Pre- like as I was prepping for the pod, I was I couldn't wait to hear your faves. Like I'm excited about my faves, but yeah. This is almost a selfish segment because every time that we share our faves, I leave with a list of things to buy and it's very exciting. Okay. Favorite thing that I sipped, I talked about this at the top of the pod, the Hood River Distillery bourbon and whiskey that was sent. We did a whiskey tasting last night, Chris and I, and my fave was the Trails and Kentucky bourbon. We're also going to do a a tasting on the pod. So you and I will do them together. Um, yes. and get a more like talk about whiskey shit, because if you're not a whiskey drinker, you guys have to like muscle through. I didn't used to like it either. I used to be like, Oh my God, I hate whiskey. And I just feel like you've got to fight through it because it is such a good thing to sip on, especially heading into fall. Like it's just so cozy. Yeah. Internal hug. We should do like the top five whiskeys, like in terms of popularity, probably like bullet, you know, whatever crown crown, like, and uh, do a blind taste test of those. Agree. Like things that people can find everywhere because some of the the hard parts about some alcohol wine is like, it's like we could pick the best, but then a lot of people couldn't find it regionally. So I think we should pick the best of the most popular. Agree. So that's coming to you soon. Favorite thing I smelled. Oh my gosh. My sister-in-law, Kelly, got me a candle and it smells up my whole house in the best way, the fragrance. And it's an orange candle, which actually feels very folly in a weird way, even though like orange is kind of a summer scent. It's just so almost like a warm, fresh smell, but it's from Nest Fragrances and the the, um, fragrance is Orange Blossom. Ooh. Oh, that does seem like it would be like summer or spring. It's but orange beautiful. seems like it's also uh, orange is very universal. You know, yes. turns out so good. Favorite thing I watched. Holy shit. What? You guys have to watch Social Dilemma on Netflix. Have you heard of it? No. It's kind of heavy in the sense that it makes you question your whole life with every technology app that you use. Email, Google, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everything. And so it 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 showcases the um they took like people who are in the senior leadership for a lot of these companies, YouTube, all of them. There's like former presidents, former CEOs, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they share about the products that they helped build and influence. And so one of the people on there was like the chief of monetization or something or director of monetization. And, and it's crazy because one, I love social media and this has not made me stop wanting to stop using it at all. 
But I will say that after watching this, Chris and I both did a huge purge and deleted a lot of apps. Chris deleted Candy Crush. He deleted Facebook. Yeah. Like it's and we kind of it's a what one hour, two hour. Is it a series or a no, it's a just one. It's okay. one one and done. Okay. But it is so fascinating to me just hearing them talk about how good they got at keeping people on their phones. And like all of the th- I mean, you just have to watch it. I don't want to spoil Wait, too much. It's called social what? S- the social dilemma. Social, social dilemma. dilemma. Like we know, right, that the goal of these apps is engagement and growth and getting people to go into their apps and stay on their apps. And that advertising is a very eloquent way for them to monetize their platforms. Mm -hmm. But hearing how sophisticated these algorithms are, like we go in and we think that we're in control with the scroll, that we go in and we're, you know, but just like having them explain the back end and like, like one of the quotes that was on there was like, they're like, oh, yeah, in California, you know, we're all the whatever Silicon Valley. Like if you're not paying for a product, you are the product. Like they're not they don't That's care. So like, head. like if you're not paying for the product, then you are the product. And so companies are paying like so all of these companies not only are selling our data, Right. But building personality profiles on us so that the algorithms are so sophisticated to each person. Like, oh, Colleen spent a lot of time on this post. So now <gasps> we're going to show her advertisements on this post or, oh, she's yeah. disengaging. Let's send her. A, let's push her this so that she'll stay in here like it is. And even just I mean, it is so mind blowing. Wow. OK, oh super God. fascinating and freaky all at the same time. And definitely a must see. Netflix. Netflix. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite things. I compiled a list of uh, a very short list of things that Ben is really into right now. <gasps> good, 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 good. I was thinking so, it's been a while since we've done like, we need to do a mom fave, like full yes. on, like how we did the desert, the Island thing. We need to do yes. like best of the best. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you're doing this. Ben is what? 15 months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I think <laughs> so. Ben. Yeah. May, June, July, 15 August, months, September. Almost, well, not almost 16. He's strongly in the 15 month category. Things that he's really into if you have kiddos around this age or good gift guide for birthdays Ooh, or okay. just, just because gifts to send people to, to cheer up their kiddos. Okay. <laughs> this product, this product is actually six months up. So, Mac, I feel like would really like this too. It's, have you heard of the dimple? No. Uh, n- n- yes. Like white thing with the colors. Do you have it? Yes, we do. Okay. So it's the fat brain dimple and Ben gets such a kick out of this. And so Chris, Chris will hold it up and Ben will. It's like these little, it's a very simple toy, but it's like these little circles that the kids can like press in and it makes, like, it pushes the hill like to the other side. Like the, the, the top on a soda, like if you get a fountain drink, those little circles that you mm-hmm. can push it, right? It's kind of, I mean, to, yes. kind of. So Ben will push it in and right at the moment that it gets pushed in, Chris goes, bloop, bloop, <laughs> like, and <laughs> Then laughs until he cries. <gasps> bloop, bloop, bloop. So <laughs> I highly recommend that toy aligned with that strategy for yes. maximum child laughter. And I, I have that. put all these on our Amazon store. So oh, link job. in our bio, 
has our Amazon faves. The next product is called it's Dream Park Stacking Wooden Puzzle. He's he doesn't Ooh. know how to do puzzles yet. This is a preschool toy, but he really likes doing these when he's in his high chair. Like if we're, you know, getting dinner ready or something, we'll put him in his high chair and just kind of set that on the high chair. And he's really into like taking them off of one. So it's like four columns and there's like a square, a circle, like different shapes, right? That match each. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's also different number of pegs. So like one peg, two peg, three peg, four peg. So the four pegged um, puzzle pieces match. Oh, you, you guys will see this and it'll make sense. It is very challenging. And he really enjoys just trying, like yeah. taking things off. And like, you know, some of the like the one... Anyway, whatever, you guys. It's cool. He loves it. And I think that this is definitely a good toy for him to grow into. It's always yeah. nice to have something that kind of pushes them. But I think this toy would work definitely for kiddos all the way up to preschool and maybe beyond. Fisher Price Fun Food Truck. This thing. Oh, my God. I think it has perfect ratings out of thousands what? on Amazon. This is another grow into one. He loves this thing. And it's so fun because it's like an open-ended toy where it in, it creates interaction between him and I. So oh. it's just this little like plastic food truck and it has like tacos and hamburgers and smoothies and cookies, all fake, of course. But there's a little cash register and there's little smoothies available. And so we'll go down there and I'll say, Ben, you know, mom needs a smoothie and he'll grab a smoothie and he'll bring it over to me. And then I very dramatically drink the smoothie. I think eventually he'll get to like learning how to make one of the tacos or make one of the hand. It's just like plastic toy pieces. He's obsessed with this. Okay. He is obsessed. Is it blue? Blue. I'm on I mean, Amazon trying to find it. It's in our hold on. It's in our faves. It is. Let me get the exact Does name. I made another like section. Yes, it is blue. It's the Fisher Price. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Fisher Price mm -hmm. Laugh and Learn Serving Up Fun Food Truck. Yep. It's oh so my good. Gosh. It's so good. It's so fun. And he loves it. So then two more things. I shared these on our stories today, but just we were getting to the point where we had like baskets just full of crap, like toy crap. Yeah. And it was hard for him to get in and shuffle in and see everything. And I read a tip that it's nice to have some organizational stuff to where they can see everything with really simple options and like pick out what they want and be able to put things back, which he's not there yet. Like he just takes everything out and then we try and work with him on putting things away. But some right. storage things that help with that. So a toy organizer and a book organizer, both by Humble. What's the brand again? Hold on one second. Humble Crew. And I put these on our faves, Ooh. but it, they're very simple or they like aren't eyesores right in the living yeah. room. But we bought these and put all of his stuff in him today and kind of did a purge of toys we weren't really using and just simplified his options. And it's really great to just have those two pieces to keep things like picked up, but also nice for him to have like his stuff. You know, oh my gosh. So great. Yeah, I thought those were really good. OK, very last thing, you guys. And it's good quality Something? real quick. Yes. The humble. Cr OK, 
Great. All right. Sorry. Yep. I've been looking for something I like think this. They're, I think they're great quality. I mean, great. they have good ratings on Amazon, but they're also a budget buy. I mean, this bookshelf's 30 yeah. bucks, right? Yeah. So it's not like crazy amazing furniture or anything, but yeah. it's functional and it is sturdy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay, you guys, something I can't wait to hear. Ash, have you heard about Lisa Vanderpump's new podcast? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Our favorite reality TV star, you guys. You know how much we love Vanderpump Rules. You know how much we love oh Lisa God. Vanderpump. Well, the TV and I, star, you're the not entrepreneur, a, designer, restaurateur. You're not like a, a housewife host. fan, but I fell in love with her on Real Housewives and she's not on that anymore. Mm. And I need me some more Lisa. Like I need her. Oh my gosh. She is launching a lifestyle podcast, guys. It's going to cover dating, marriage, sex, entrepreneurship, LGBTQ, animal rights, charities, parenting, entertainment, and everything in between. How, what more could you possibly want? The best part? You, us, me and you, we get to be involved. So we get to submit our questions and ask for advice. And then Lisa and whoever she has on are going to answer the question on air. Uh, okay, fine. Sign me up. I get to talk basically. That means I'm basically best friends with Lisa is what you're telling yeah. me. Okay. Seriously. And, and I, you know she doesn't hold anything back. Oh like my she's gosh. Gonna she's going to raw dog us. it like we do. She's going to raw dog it. <laughs> and I also can't wait for like level 10 juicy gossip. You know, you know she's going to serve it. So you guys stay tuned for a sneak peek at the end of our show and be sure to subscribe to Cast's media new podcast, All Things Vanderpump, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also check out the video releases each week on YouTube. All right, Ash. Um, all right, my faves. So I feel like you really brought it this week. And I knew we had a jam-packed episode. I didn't bring it as much as you did. But my favorite thing that I ate this week is... So I, you know, I talked about a couple of weeks ago, my fave was the flour, the Italian flour, yes. and that is still holding strong. I went on to our nom nom highlight and saw that you had posted a double tree recipe, double mm. tree cookie recipe. So the I'm, cookie recipe. Yeah. The cookie recipe. And I didn't have all the things. So it called for walnuts, which I didn't have. And so I put coconut flakes and I added marshmallows in Ooh, just for funsies. Yum. And, uh, so I, but I accidentally, it calls for a quarter teaspoon baking soda and I accidentally put a teaspoon in. So I had to double the recipe. So I had like a shit ton of cookies and I ended up like putting them in balls and I have them in the freezer now for easy access. And what I've been doing every night for the last couple of nights is pulling a couple of those babies out and putting them into the air fryer. Have you air fried cookies yet? No. It sounds so amazing. Is it a, you as can't, amazing as it you sounds? Can, I can't even explain to you because it gets nice and crispy on the outside, but it's still so soft and gooey and it takes five to six minutes. And oh. instead of, you know, you're 12 to 15, like... And of course, what? you know, you let them sit and cool. Chris and I are going to go right in the second that they're, that that freaking timer's done. I have been, so I've been eating them with a fork because they're like still wet and falling apart, but the crunchy of the outside and this, so this recipe is in our, on our Instagram, go to the nom highlight. It's like towards that, that highlights actually full. Now we need to start another nom recipe or a nom highlight thing, but it's towards the end of that. And it is, it's quick. You'll, you might miss it. It's a swipe up call gives you to the double tree cookie recipe. And it is really surprisingly like just spot on delicious. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's like a very I, I Chris found it. Um, he went to a double tree one time and it was like their cookie recipes like, damn, these cookies are good. Yeah. Then he Googled it. Then I went on stories and made them and got a ton of messages and people were like, oh, that's like a super well-known recipe. Like that's like oh. a, a thing. It's a thing. Not super oh, well-known, but like like it's a it has people a cult know following about double yes tree cookies yeah like their cookie recipe is legit so go and, get the, uh, go make yeah. them guys but then put them in your air fryer wow. and i actually think that could be a new segment or new thing that we try on um uh instagram is see if, seeing how good things are in the air fryer you know oh like i, need I to buy feel an like i wonder if you don't have an air fryer <laughs> no Oh, it's now the right time to say yes. <laughs> I need to buy one. This is insane. I don't know I how know. we like, especially with a toddler in your house. Yeah. Like, it's I guess we need so to buy quicked. one. Yeah, it's so good, and they're cheap. You know, just do it. Just Amazon you know, Prime that shit. Real quick, before you move on to the rest of your faves, that you and Chris are in the majority of the majority of people. I did a poll on Instagram. I saw that thinking poll. surely I will. will surely wait. this way that I do it is the only way. Nope. And America said no. Our sip squad said we no. We do not wait. We we're eat not things fools. Hot. No. We're not fools. We're not fools. But the people who were in my camp were very passionate about it, as am I. So yeah, it's like you said you're when like you're wrong follower. or right. I don't know if we're wrong or right. I don't know if there is a right or wrong here. Whatever. You're no, you guys are I don't in the feel like people it's wrong do it the to way wait. you do. I just feel like it's dumb. Like, See, and I, I just feel like know? it's I feel like wrong. it is wrong. It is sacrilegious. It is to true. go in before the flavors have even come out. Right. So sometimes it does. The cookies taste better, or the thing tastes better when it's cooled. But I don't have the patience for that. I need it immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get inside of me right now. Yeah. Well, you're not the only one. All right. Favorite thing I watched. So. I'm going to play a TikTok thing. I've played this guy before. So this is, I don't remember what he was before, but this is, he's pretending to be something. What was it? It was like, he was like graham crackers or something before. In this one, he is the mosquitoes when someone says mosquitoes love me. So he's a mosquito. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Wait, hold on. Shoot. Hold on. I feel like I'm going to be able to not like relate to this. This will be very extra funny to me because mosquitoes love me. Who? He's the mosquito. I don't recognize that girl. She said we love her. No, I don't even know her. How can I love her? I don't know her. No, we don't. Have you? Do you guys recognize her? She said mosquitoes love me, and I quote, "That's that's flat out a lie." No, I don't. I guess I would like. I would eat her blood or whatever, but that just for food. I'm not, I'm not trying to do anything more than that. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't seem that cool. No, we definitely don't love her. I think we, you guys, do we love that girl? <laughs> They're laughing. Yeah, no, we don't give a shit about her. Um, yeah. You can tell her it's like, if she wants to live in her fantasy world, go ahead, but ain't never going to happen, sweetie. Sorry. <laughs> That's mean. Oops. That's so good. He's That's just so good. He's good. Okay, and then I hate to tell you this, but butter call Saul. <sighs> it's what? Pretty good. Is it good? Why do you hate I to tell me this? Good. Because I feel like I don't know, we kind of just were wrote it off. Like this is stupid and we haven't watched it and we decided John and I decided to give it a shot 
and we are yeah. almost the full, almost done with the first season. It's not as good as Breaking Bad, but I'm excited that I think it's going to get there because of what people have been saying about it. On the last season, so many episodes were trending on Twitter and people said that those episodes were better than episodes on Breaking Bad. Yeah. So I'm excited. And we were watching um, it last night and John was like, this is actually a pretty good show. And I'm like, I know. Like, I actually am looking forward to it. I like turning it on. I thought, I don't know. Okay. I just, I'm very Plot twist. I'm going to try again. Yeah. Because we no. did write it off because we have not been able to get into Saul. And I have not been able to stay awake like through the first episode. Yeah. It just puts me to sleep. It's I slow will burn. say like the first couple episodes, like first three episodes, you're like, okay, this is, this is it's not that great. It's what you it's what you would think it was going to be, which is yeah. what we had did before as well. Like we tried an episode or two and we're like, OK, no, it does get better and it's getting a lot better. I feel okay. like. Yeah. So I feel like it is. It's worth our time. OK, this is really ridiculous, but it saves me so much time. I don't know if it will for you guys, but I am on my phone and all I just saw this thing. It's a text. So my favorite product or whatever is a text replacement hack on your life. Okay. So if you have an iPhone, you can go to your settings general. Yeah. So you go to settings general, then keyboard and then text replacement. And then you add in two at signs like at, at see there at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you type in at, at on your phone and then what, so that's your shortcut. And then it's your email address because I don't know about you guys, but there are so many times where I'm on my phone and like it, it's taking me somewhere and I need to enter my email address to log ah. in or to sign up for something. And so I'm like, fucking have to type my email address. And sometimes it'll like pre-populate, but not all the time. So I saw this Ooh. shortcut. This is also something I got on TikTok. This shortcut where all you do is you do two at signs. That's what their shortcut was. And I do two ats and a space. And then my email address is there. And I have it really, I've been using this for a couple of weeks and it has saved me a lot of time. So it's really simple, but I'm like, this is, That's I cool. really like it. I really yeah. like it. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Cool. So cool. simple, but significant. Okay. And then I think that's it. Nothing else like super exciting on my, you know, whatever. More to hey, come. man. Hey, man. I thought, you know, that it w- Wait, I had a transition and then I lost it. I was going to say that's done as far as the eye can see, you know? That's done as far as the eye but can see. But then it didn't really check out. And so then I was like, oh, let's just fly on with a different transition and nothing. And then nothing was there. Well, I jumped with no parachute. I should have said, I do have one more favorite product. Warby Parker's. They're right next to you. She just put them I on. I just put them on my face because they're so good. And still I get all the questions every time. Hey, where did you get your glasses? And I'm like, Warby Parker, yo, Duh. get it together. Warby Seriously. Parker, we've talked about them a whole bunch of times, but they really do have like the cutest eyewear at really affordable prices. They were founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. And they came through. What I love about Warby Parker is they are committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. The glasses they offer, not only are they super cute, but they start at $95. That includes your prescription lenses. They have sunglasses, 
progressives and blue light lenses. So you go online, you take a quiz and then you order your home try on kit. And then so fun. And then you get to pick out. So it's like, what is it? Five? six styles that they send you in the mail and you get to try them on your face because that's your first thought, right? Like, how am I going to pick out some glasses online? How do I know? Well, they send them to you for free. You try them on your face, see what they look like. You pick what one works for you, send that back and type in your prescription. Boom. Then your glasses arrive to your doorstep. It is. It's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to do. And it's so fun to get like, it's like a little red carpet experience. Like you feel like a, I don't know. I felt like a celebrity or something like here's your like special glasses to try on. And it was so fun to pick one. And I get so many compliments on mine too. You guys, they're so cute. And they have all different kinds of options when you go to check out like blue light filtering and all kinds of things. So Ash, tell them how they get them. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. You can order, oh yeah, there it is. Five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days and there's no obligation to buy. It ships free and it includes a prepaid return shipping label. So try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash sip. That's warbyparker.com slash sip. Okay, it has been a minute since we have done our two sips on the pod. Too long. Way too long. Okay, so the first one, this is from Sally. What up, Sally? Hey, Sal. Okay, so for those of you guys, really quick, for those of you guys who are new here, our two sips is our segment where we weigh in on any obstacles that you have in your life. Anything you want our opinion on, these can be serious or these can be just for funsies, right? Mm-hmm. So email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. Put I need your two sips or something like that in the subject line so it's easy to find and hit us up. So this is from Sally. Hey there, Ash and Call, Double Fist or Soul Sipper. I have a predicament I'd like your two sips on. I'll preface by saying I'm now seeing a counselor. She's very helpful. In addition to daily exercise, less screen time, watching the alcohol and sugar intake. Wow, you're doing it all, Sally. Yeah. Getting sunlight, fueling with better foods, taking long daily walks, getting enough sleep. However, I feel like maybe I'm depressed or I have anxiety. Some weeks are fine and dandy, but some weeks I am hell to be around, terrible to my husband, totally disengaged. Also, is this just what normal adult life looks like? Because I sure as hell didn't sign up for that. Outside of the above, what are some ways to help ease out of my funk? I'm in between jobs, have job jumped for several years. I think the general lack of goals and personal development and progress has worn on me for a while, but now I'm married with two step kids and need to get my shit together. I'm also jobless in COVID times and searching for something fulfilling, but I also have no idea what to pursue. Thanks for thanks for providing two days of entertainment each week and keeping me laughing while the rest of the world seems really grim. Y'all are the best for real. Much love, Sally. I mean, it feels like you're doing everything. It does sound, I mean, you're watching your alcohol and sugar, you're seeing somebody, you're moving, getting good sleep, like you're doing all the things. And so my first thought is get on medication. I'm on Zoloft and I know that there's like this stick, people like, I don't want to take medicine. There's people that are like, I won't even take, you know, Tylenol with, I have a headache or whatever. I'm not one of those people. I'm like, I, I, 
will take it. I mean, I don't do it all the time. Every time I have a headache, I don't take Tylenol cause I don't love doing it, but I'm on Zoloft. I've been on Zoloft now since middle of my pregnancy with Mac. And, um, she said like, let's just keep you on it through postpartum. But it feel it's like, I don't know. I just think that like, if you actually are depressed, if it's a chemical imbalance in your brain, if you had diabetes, there wouldn't be any issue with you taking insulin. If you had cancer, there wouldn't be any issue with you taking chemo and radiation. If you had, you know, some sort of infection, you would take antibiotics. There's no stigma with any of that. So I just feel like, talk to your doctor about it and see if maybe, I don't know. I just think people are so hard on, they're like, I don't want to take medication. And I was like that for a long time. I was like, Oh no, I don't need medication. I'm fine. And I wasn't fine. And I fought through it. And I was able to like get over my depression the first time by taking care of myself and finding the passion that it sounds like maybe you're lacking. But I had all the passion and all the goals and all the things while I was pregnant with Mac and I was still lacking. And so I got on medication and I feel amazing and I just feel normal. Like it hasn't changed anything about my life or my personality. And I still get pissed at things and I still can feel sad and I can feel the normal range of emotions, but it just feels like it levels me out. So it could be a chemical imbalance in your brain where you just need an extra dopamine hit and that's what medication can do. So I just feel like talk to your doctor about it. Maybe that's not what you need. Maybe you do need a goal or something to work for, but if it is medication, there is no shame in taking it. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, like take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, talk to your doctor, like Ash said, you know, you also, it might be like, worth your time to schedule even just like an online meeting or something with a naturopath and see if there's like a hormone test or something because hormones do crazy things as well. And that also might be something to look into. It's also just I think a lot of us are under a lot of stress just with the world right now as well. And so you don't have to be happy go lucky like all the time, you know, stress and emotions are a normal part of life. And so those aren't necessarily bad things, you know, in terms of like lashing out at your husband and stuff, you know, that's tough. And I don't know if I necessarily have advice with that as much as like, you know, what is normal you and what's not normal you. And so if it's feeling like not normal, you like maybe even try and identify is this me or is this us? Is there something in my relationship that also needs to be talked through? Are there triggers? Like maybe even start journaling and try and figuring out like, when do things generally go south? Is there a rhyme or reason or there is there no rhyme or reason? You know, like I know for me, like my triggers are when I feel like I'm just doing a lot and I'm not asking for help or I'm not feeling like people aren't doing things that I haven't communicated that I need. I'm just like, I don't know. So I think it might be helpful to like get to know yourself a little bit better in this process and then definitely talk to your doctor and and try some other things. But Sally, we're thinking of you. We love you. And we're all going to get through this. We will. Okay. Um, We got a voicemail. Ooh. Here we go. Hey, Ashton Cole. I'm just listening to the pod and thought I'd ask you a burning question in my life. So I am fresh out of college, I just got a job, and I am struggling 
do I get the apartment that is luxurious and a little more pricey and not have as much spending money, or do I go with the, eh, don't really like it as much, but have more spending money? Um, I have been living in, like, poverty, not really, but for four years, and I've had shared a room my entire life. Um, I don't know. Give me your thoughts. What do you think? Um, so, yeah. My first thought, it, okay, well, congrats. My first thought is I think the question needs to be what do you, what is important to you? Because I don't want you to get the bougie apartment if you're doing that so that other people are impressed by the bougie apartment. Because that's what I used to do. I would make decisions based on what I thought other people would be impressed by and it was always just lackluster. Like it wasn't always what I wanted. And honestly, it's like, like, so unimportant. Like when you're mentally healthy and I feel like, you know, I still have my, I have to do work all the time, but I just, it's so much better to live life based on what I want to do. And I see people putting themselves in debt. I did. I put myself in debt to try to keep up with this thing that I, you know, this persona or whatever. So I think the question is if you would get a lot of joy out of getting the bougie apartment and you're a homebody and you would feel really good and like love it every time, then maybe do that. But if you're doing it for other people to like put on this, you know, picture of success and all the, th- I don't know if it's for someone else, your parents, your friends, your society, whatever, who gives a flying fuck what kind of place yeah. you live in. What matters is that you're happy and having fun. And I would vote for, you know, having more spending money and yeah, but maybe the home thing is very important to you and you would feel you would love it. So I think the question is, what do you really, really want? Yes. I love that. And there are probably lots of good budget calculators online too for just in terms of figuring out like what do things look like on a month to month level from like what's coming in and what's going out and how does that feel for you? So if you haven't already used like an actual calculator and created a budget, that's I wish I would have done more things like that when I was out of college. Like, you know, because it is you're building up you know, your life and right out of college is kind of tough, you know, you're like, and you know, times are uncertain too. So do you have enough money to be able to be putting together a safety net of some kind? And I don't remember the recommendation, but it's like, do you have enough saved to be able, it's like however many months. months or something? Yeah. Something like that. So just, you know, if you do go based on whatever's important to you, no matter how you're spending your money, making sure that you're in a good spot for like, if things were to take a turn. You know, right? Because you got a job, but that who know? You know, this is crazy time, right? Just a crazy time. So, but congrats! I love yeah. hearing from our younger listeners. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So, and we're thinking of all of you guys during this time as well. And uh, anyway, so if you're a younger listener, we want to hear from you as well. Would love to give you some of our wisdom. Okay, we're gonna take one more, another voicemail. Here we go. Hey, Ashton Call. Um, long time, like, double sister, soul sister here. I have a tricky situation for you guys that I would love your two tips on, if you can. Um, so due to 
the craziness of the pandemic going on. I was um, recently laid off from my job. The problem is that I am also four and a half months pregnant. So um, I'm wondering about, obviously it's not a problem. I'm very excited about that. But I'm wondering your, your two sets on job hunting while pregnant, especially this pregnant, because I'm obviously showing now. Um, and, you know, like getting a new job and then immediately turning around and saying that I have to take thirty leave and all that stuff. Um, it's something that I didn't really think of and wasn't sure if I should just, you know, wait it out and then like take this as time to just like enjoy with my family until after the baby is here and then jump into the job world afterwards or if I should try to find a job now and then, you know, do... I don't know, figure it out afterwards. Um, anyway, just wondering if you guys have any take on this. Love your two sets. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. My take is, again, what do you want? I can't say if you should get a job now or if you should wait until after the baby's here. What I can say is if you want a job now, I don't think there's any issue with you interviewing. And, and they might be doing virtual interviews. I don't know. But I don't think you necessarily need to disclose that you're pregnant now. I do think that that could... Call has hired people, so maybe you have a different take on it. But they're not supposed to be able to like use your pregnancy against you. But I do think that that still is in people's brains sometimes. But you know, four and a half months pregnant, you'd still have four months to work for them. And while yeah. that maybe isn't ideal for the company... I don't know. I think you got to take care of you and the company's going to be fine. So I wouldn't stress out about that. So I don't know if you should get a job now or if you should wait. But if you want a job now, I don't think there's any issue with you pursuing it. But call yeah. having hired multiple people. What are your thoughts? You know what? I think it sucks that women even have to deal with this, period. Mm. Like, and this is just a little bit of a vent sesh, but it just bums me out every time I hear something like this that like your concern is very real because some hiring managers really suck and some companies really suck around this stuff. And I think whether you disclose it or not in the interview process is up to what's going to help you have the best interview. If it if it feels like you're hiding something and that's coming out in your interview, like I think that that I'm just trying to think of how do you like really make sure that you have great interviews and get the opportunity to get this job. For me, it would be being transparent because that's how I I would just feel better. I'd, I'd have a better interview experience that way, but I would do it tactfully. And I would ask around like when it is the right time to talk about benefits. That's when I would ask about what support they have for parents and uh paternal leave. You know, I think that if a company were to... It, the companies legally cannot use this against you, but some companies just suck, like I said. And so I do think, though, if a company were to, for whatever reason, uh, make this awkward for you or somehow use this against you, not only are they being illegal, but it's also probably not a company that you want to work with. So I know that there is also very good hiring managers out there and there's also very good companies out there who have really great ways to support new parents or just, you know, not necessarily new parents, but parents when they welcome people to their family. And it is like not even a second thought. There's like, well, we want you. Right. We want you 
like growing your family is like a really cool part of your life. We want to support you. We want to celebrate you. But also we want your talent here. Yeah. Like even more so because that's the whole point of this thing right. is we want you. We want your talent. And we will, of course, support you and celebrate with you through this chapter of your life. Mm-hmm. But we want you here to be part of our family, too. So I think that's the kind of company, you know, that you want to find if you and like Ashley said, if you want to work, don't stop yourself. Right. If you don't, if you want to be able to just focus on this next chapter, then do that. I also think um, another thing that could come up is you get a job because you are someone who wants to work and then you go on maternity leave and then you realize I don't want to go back to work and then you feel really bad and you don't know what to do and you go back to work or whatever. But I just think so many times like we put the company's interests above our own Mm -hmm. and it just sucks that it's like that. And you get to like, the company doesn't do that. They don't put their employees interest above their own interests. Like the company is always going to prioritize themselves. And you know, like they do, that's why you were probably laid off because the company you worked for before had to prioritize itself and didn't have the business to sustain all the employees. I don't know, but don't return that favor. So if you get a job now and then you feel really bad because you're like, actually, I don't want to go back to work. That's fine. It's okay. They will find someone else. Like, you know, so in case that comes up or in case that's anyone else is dealing with that, like you always have to do what's best for you. And it's great to not burn any bridges on your way out. But I think like Call said, there are a lot of really great people that would be very understanding. And at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you and your family. And if you decide going back to work after you have a baby is not for you, then it'll be hard to have that conversation with your boss, but you will not, I don't think you would regret it, you know, like, and it's not life or death. I remember when I put in my notice to pursue entrepreneurship full time, I was so nervous. And I remember my boss said, look, cause I was all emotional. And he was like, look, take the drama out of it. This is not life and death. You go try this thing. If it doesn't work, come back or get another job. Like you can always go back and get another job. But he was a musician who prioritized his career and he was in a band and he never pursued it full time and he always regretted it. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, it's not life and death. So prioritize your needs and your family's needs. And then you can always find another job or go back if you decide, actually, I do want to get out of the house, you know, or I do want to do that. So let us know how this turns out for you. Keep us posted. And congrats. It's exciting. That Speaking was a sticky amazing situation. Oh, go ahead. Or that was a bit prickly. That was a bit prickly, wasn't it? It was a little prickly, eckly. Let's get prickly. let's smooth this out. I would like to smooth it out. What I you know, you know how I smooth my legs as a Billy Razor. I'd like to take a Billy Razor to your situation, but until they have <laughs> a Billy Razor for emotional life things, I'll just take it to my hair on my legs and my everywhere else that I don't want hair. I'd like to take a Billy Razor to your situation. <laughs> take it. I I mean, because it glides right over everything. It's it's just makes it good as new, you know. Oh my God. I don't understand. Look, frankly, you guys, I don't understand. I don't understand how Billy Razor does what they do. I shave. I don't have to shave for another week on my legs. And I'm not saying that's a guarantee for everybody. Everyone's hair and legs is different. It just blows me away 
It's like a smoother shave than I've ever had. I don't have to shave as often. I don't get razor burn. It's nine freaking dollars. It arrives to my door. I don't have to go out of my house to get it. And then like Carl has shared before, you can sign up for the the plan and say, how often you shave? How often do you need new blades? And then they send you your refills so that you're not shaving with a rusty ass old blade. (laughs) Like it, I don't even, it's, it's a miracle. I need a Billy for life, you know, like, Oh, it's like the easy button, you know, the easy button, but I need a Billy. I need a Billy button because they just make it. I mean, (laughs) shaving is not fun and they kind of make it fun. They're the best. And they also have, it's not just shaving stuff. It's true. That's true. They'll take a Billy to your situation with lip balm, dry shampoo, face wipes. You can just go have a field day and stock Mm -hmm. up. Billy is so awesome. It's like almost frustratingly, not frustrating, but you see a magic trick. Like, like, how do they do it? Yeah, right. Right. How do they do it? It's so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm, my hair is a little more aggressive. You know, and it's and that's why I need it so bad. It's the smoothest shave ever. I'm Billy for life. I'll never use another one. You guys and express a little love for our show. Go to mybilly.com slash sip a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just nine dollars to get your starter kit. Plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash sip spelled my B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash sip. So $9 gets you your razor and a blade, which and then I get the question, what is the refill? It's $9 for four refill blades. So good. I mean, you just can't beat it. You cannot. You cannot. All right, let's get into some rant and raves. All right. I have like just one kind of thing. So how about you sandwich me? Okay. So rant first. You know when, I don't know if I've done this before, but you're driving and someone pulls out in front of you, but they, but you're going like 45, right? Yeah. But someone pulls out in front of you and they have no sense of urgency. And also, so then they're, and then you're, so then you slow down and you're like, are you freaking kidding me and that's one thing like if there's a whole bunch of cars and they have to sneak they're like oh okay there's a window i'm gonna sneak in and it's annoying but you're like i get it boo because you knew when you're but when they sneak out in front of you and there's nobody behind you and they pull out and they go so damn slow and you're like could you not have waited i there was a free freaking road after i passed you you sped up to slow down you You sped up to piss me off. Yeah. What the hell is going yeah. on? Why did yeah. you try to sneak in here? It's, oh, you're in a real hurry. You had to get in front of me, except for you're going zero miles an hour. What yeah. in the hell? I hate it so much. And, you know, and I'm an aggressive driver. You uh, are. So I just, I'm like, oh, and I want to like lay on my horn. And sometimes <laughs> I do. It just depends. Sometimes yeah. I like get around. I go into the other lane. I give them a dirty look. Like what is wrong with you? a little bit? But yeah. yeah. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you're, you're no, you know, you're 95. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You get a pass. I'm glad I didn't honk at you. Have a good day. Oh, sweet. You're yeah. Get wherever you're going safely. But, (laughs) uh, but sometimes I'm like, oh, or they're, they're like teenagers. They're on their phone. And that I'm like, you know, anyway, or just, just someone who's out to lunch, man, yeah, they're just not paying attention. Just no. Right. Yeah. Or like, 
there'll be some times where we're wherever, wherever, you know, and people are taking up the whole aisle with oh no awareness gosh, right. of like, can somebody just move your step freaking somewhere? Cart. Like, yeah. yeah, move your car. You guys yeah. are blocking, they go blocking whole the whole blockade. Way. Right. Like, just look alive. Oh, I'm sorry. People. Did you think you were the only? Yeah, it's a pandemic. Not everyone's dead yet. It's not extinct. <gasps> There's other people. Okay. Yeah, it's a pandemic, but that's all. All right. So move your car to, or your car. There's other people. Be aware. Yeah. Or your tush. Or your tush. Right. My rant and rave is just like, I don't know. It just feels like it's like when something's like big going on yeah. and then it's like you just can't relate to anybody or anything like I, I don't even I can't go on Instagram right now because it's just like I can't I don't I'm not connected people are living world. a normal life and it's just like the whole not. world's going on and that's fine I remember there's very few times where you feel this way where you're just like like just just so not plugged in to reality you know, and we are fine. Like our house is fine. Our, our fa- we've had family and friends who've had to evacuate. They don't know if their homes are still there, but it's like they're alive, you know, and um, there's people who have lost people. And that's, that's the saddest part, you know, right there is like, that's the only thing that matters is like our, our people here, yeah. you know? And I just think, like, it's not just Oregon. It's like, I think about other, and I think about Washington. I think about California. I think about like Iowa who had a crazy ass storm and like nobody no one talked about it. Yeah. Nobody talked about it. And, and that those kinds of things have happened before. There's been like hurricanes, you know, land and recently. And I just, I just am um, the rave in this is whenever things like this happen, it's like you hear the stories and you see people band together and you just see the best of humanity and you just I'm in awe of the resilience of the human spirit. Like and just seeing these stories of people who were like, oh, my God, the flames were coming. We packed up the kids. We packed up the cats. We, you know, the dogs, whatever. And here we are in a parking lot and we're just we're here. And they're like, fig- they're just figuring it out and they're happy. And I not necessarily happy, but like some of the people just like they're just able to stay optimistic. They're able to put one foot in front of the other. They're able to keep going. I think of people who've lost people to coronavirus, yeah. you know, or the certainly the people on the front line in the hospitals who just every day are able to put one foot in front of the other. They're able to forge on. We get a lot of voicemails from people who are on the front lines with coronavirus just checking in with us and you know they're listening to the pod and so i just really admire all of you and everybody who in the face of adversity keeps on keeping on i just am amazed by the strength of humans amazed yes. so that's my rave that was and, kind uh, of along yeah. the same lines because i felt like like going into this podcast, I'm like, how do we record a normal podcast knowing what you're living in right now? And your life hasn't been disrupted as much as some other people around you and that you even know. But even still, it is so um, hard when your world is not the same as it has been. And then you see everyone else just still living. Like, um, this is a really dark thing, I guess. But 
I talked about her. I've talked about her several times, but Chrissy, she was a coach on my team and a friend who lost her baby at five months old to SIDS. And I, she made, she had a podcast on it, which you guys should go listen to their podcast. It's called the F bomb moms, but she did a podcast telling his story and they were at the mall shopping for what to wear to their son, to their baby's funeral. And I guess her husband lashed out at the salesman And so she apologized and she's like, no, he was like, no, it's fine. She's like, no, you don't understand. We're shopping for our babies for what to wear to our son's funeral. And she was like, and you know, I just remember walking in that mall that day and nobody knew that that's what we were there for. And that's like a really dark, but that's what's happening. Like people are dealing with tragedies all the time. And yes, your family is okay, but it still is a lot where you're going through. And so I don't want this rave to be, um, to diminish anything that anyone's going through. But I think that it's really important that we recognize, like if you're stressed out because you're in the middle of a pandemic or because you're homeschooling, it's valid, but also that's like best case scenario. You know, like people are losing their homes, they're losing lives, they're losing loved ones. And I just think I don't want to take away anybody's pain for what you're experiencing, but my rave, I'm like, I have to just be grateful for life right now because I don't have anything super major to complain about in my world. Yeah. Pandemic's annoying. And there have been things that have come up that suck, but everyone that I know is still alive and well. And that is a huge blessing that so many people can't say. And so, and you also, I I talked about it this week on my stories because of what's going on in Oregon and California and Washington, it sounds like, but being September 11th this week and then being in the middle of a pandemic, I was just like, we act as if we're in control of life, but at any moment, some natural disaster could happen or someone gets in a car accident or someone gets a diagnosis and you're not in control of that. And so I think just, you know, if your biggest complaint is like, this is slightly inconvenient or highly inconvenient, then we're still doing pretty darn good, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think just trying to stay rooted in that, not saying you can't feel things and be pissed off and have a bad day and a bad move, but just stay grounded in gratitude because I think it's easy to get hung up on sad shit and there's a lot of really good things going on too. And so I guess my rave is just like my life is all things considered really great right now. And sometimes I feel bad for that, but I think what's just important is that we, we make sure that we are not taking life for granted. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys, thank you for joining us this week. We love the hell out of you. Yeah, we do. Tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe. Join us and on you Patreon. Can, oh yeah, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. That's how you get your Friday episodes. Oh my God. And you can sip with us always. We will see you next Tuesday, but before you sign off, oh. guys, stay tuned. Yeah. And now enjoy a sneak peek of Cast Media's new podcast, All Things Vanderpump, hosted by Lisa Vanderpump, available now. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, you guys. We love ya. Okay, so welcome, Nick Vial. I'm sitting here with him, and I am a virgin. 
a podcaster. <laughs> so <laughs> like, wow. I'm in your hands. I think you've got a lot of experience at this. Um, but welcome to all things Vanderpump and welcome to Villa Rosa. I am excited to be here. It's well, everything I'm I expected. excited to have you. It's really, you, so far you have not disappointed. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited to continue to satisfy you. So, <laughs> unfortunately, you couldn't be here because you've got allergies, Joe. Is that right? I have. I would have been loved sitting on your porch with, you know. Um, tea, glass of rosé. Yeah, a cup of tea, a glass of rosé, although my vice is a nice rum and, rum and coke. I could facilitate that as well. You know what? Yeah, we'd start with like- a cup of tea, we'd end with a rum and coke. Well, here I have got a smorgasbord of things to be uh, allergic to. So if it's not the flowers and the lavender and the grass and the birds, I've got... You're allergic? No, I'm not. No, gosh, you. I'm saying if you've got allergies, I've got horses, turtles, swans, six dogs. I mean, it'd be your nightmare. You'd be sneezing and spluttering. You are are officially Dr. Doolittle. (laughs) You know what? I am a bit eccentric. A lot of people would say batshit crazy, but I'm going with eccentric. So I was like, Vicky, like you that's let people not, live let people live. live i don't know why you're live. judging people with that like yeah. you're no angel like well, this, the crap have... you do on the show it's right. crazy like you've peed on the bed you were with she peed on the bed she's peed whenever she laughs on bed on she peed bed. on the bed in the scene vicky she was laughing just peed all over the t- tamra's hotel bed what on purpose yeah no i don't know oh god well i'm sure we've all peed somewhere where we should yeah, have done i'm laughing hysterically um right now so it was kind of a good way for, was to learn as well. Yeah, it's a good way to learn that. So you can manipulate them with it when they're very young with a glove puppet. It became part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I was a crazy mother. I'm a crazy woman. 